Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. An attempt to tie the game. Wallen's kick is no good. Wide to the left. Somehow, some way, someone figured out a way to make the latest version of the worst Patriots game we've ever watched. Hurt more. Now, there are those of you in the audience right now cracking a beverage to Patriots place kicker Chad Ryland saying, Thank you, Ryland. Thank you, Ryland. You saved our season. You secured our spot as the worst team in the AFC by missing the 35-yard field goal, thereby improving the Patriots' chances of landing a top five, nay, perhaps even a top three pick in the 2024 NFL draft. There are those of you who still have a vestige, a shred, a modicum, a whisker of a Patriots soul who were hoping maybe, just maybe, the Patriots could tie up what was truly one of the worst football games any of us have ever seen to go to overtime to maybe somehow squeak out a dub. But fear not, Pats fans, on a day when the Patriots threw not one, not two, but three interceptions, were sacked multiple times, and supposedly had the advantage of a Bill Belichick head coach who was 24-6 and against rookie quarterbacks. Make that 24-7. and Someone is still stuck on 300 career wins. Chad Rylan, absolutely Billy Cundiff's the 35-yard field goal at Death Life Stadium, giving the New York football giants Tommy DeVito and all the Sunday sauce. Somehow, even the machines at our friggin' radio station are so unhappy and so out of whack that they play station IDs in the yep. middle of my opening Foxborough filibuster and miserable monologue. God, nothing works right around here. The kicker, the team, the coach, the offense, the former starting quarterback, the backup quarterback, nothing. Fitzy, there's, show. there's one thing that works around here. That's this post-game show. 
Yeah, I'm not sure about that based on the start we're off to. I was going to say, not a great start, Bob. Nope. Not a great start. Nope. We look like Mac Jones coming out of the bye right now. 10-7 is the final Andy Hart, and this is the Six Rings postgame show heard live across WEI, WEI.com, the fabulous WEI Sports Radio Network, and, of course, on the Odyssey app. You can give us a call at any moment. 617-779-7937 is the number. I'll be with you alongside Andy Hart until 725, at which point, we will throw it to Westwood One's coverage of Sunday Night Football, and then Andy and I will probably throw ourselves into respective bathtubs full of whiskey, eggnog, and beer. Mostly not to recover from this postgame show, which I believe will be therapeutic, to recover from what we just witnessed, the socials, at WEEI, at Jumbo Heart, at Fitzy GFY, Joe Braverman, when he's not fighting the machine that fires back against us in the WEI studios, will be monitoring the best of your techs at 37937. We will take Mac Jones if he speaks live. We will take Bailey Zappi, who probably will speak live. We'll hear from Bill Belichick live during the postgame at MetLife Stadium. We'll hear from Christian Fourier later in the program. And of course, our beat writer extraordinaire from WEI.com, Mike Cadlick, will chime in as well. I got to give him credit, Andy. Not only did they find a way to preserve their spot in the race for the top three in the 2024 draft. They found a new, excruciating, painful, embarrassing way to do it. That was on a day where even a diehard, whose job it is to watch every play, whose job it is to live and die with every move made by his favorite football team, on a day where I chose to hook up YouTube TV in the backyard with a Bluetooth speaker so at least I could rake leaves and work on my yard and make sure something positive and productive got done, on the day as opposed to just staring at a screen wondering how this fresh hell had become my life the patriots found a way to make the the awful worse i gotta give him credit that was impressive or or flip the script when life gives you lemons you make lemonades and you look at the top two picks in next april's draft chad ryland hero of patriot nation guys should never buy a drink again because he single-footedly is helping you get a quarterback that's right positive andy is here to say the patriots win the day they lose the game they win the day the giants improve to four and eight patriots drop to two and nine the worst start since 1993 back in the days when you're looking for a quarterback and you started one and 11 you're looking for a quarterback you're two and nine everything is coming together quite nicely and when andy life... what did you say kind of what kind of game was this before uh today was it a must lose game as must you said? lose so i'm going to give them full credit if i asked them to lose and they found a way to lose then they did their jobs do uh, your I, job, Chad Ryland, and I I praise you for doing that. It was, as you said, Fitzy, one of the worst football games I've ever seen. And also, Chad Ryland saved us from overtime because we would have had to watch more football. That is terrible. And overtime where no matter who, what the final score was, everyone would have lost because, God forbid, anyone be subject to that. I mean, what the hell is wrong with the two of us? I, I, I mean, I have all day. I mean, but yeah. um, I'm sure we'll get plenty of calls. Got a, got a lot of time. <laughs> we got plenty of time. But I mean, what the hell is wrong with the two of us that each of us didn't respectively just empty our piggy banks, liquidate our stock accounts, take out second mortgages, 
home equity lines of credit and beyond and put everything on the under in this game. Why in the world? People kept saying, like, how are the Patriots a three-and-a-half or a four-and-a-half or a five-and-a-half point favorite, depending on when you got them during the week? Why the hell was the over-under 33-and-a-half? That was a struggle, a struggle to get to 17 points. And I was just, God, it was like, that game should be preserved at the Smithsonian, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame, everywhere people can watch it. It should be shown at flag football clinics. It should be shown at pro-ams. It should be shown to Pop Warners, high schools, college levels, D1, D2, D3. And the header should just be, this is how you don't do it. Oh, absolutely. My God. I mean, that was an embarrassing game. And the one thing I'll say about the under that seems obvious, when you have quarterback play as poorly as the Patriots do, both of them, and you have those types of turnovers, I mean, there are pick sixes waiting to happen in games like this. And that's how you sway <laughs> those totals. And you end up with an, an over. But other than that, you're right. Um, and, I mean, I continue to say, if you're giving out gambling advice, maybe you should stop picking the Patriots, Fitzy. It's hurting our FanDuel friends. Jeez. Actually, it's well, helping Andy, our Andy, hold on. Friends. First of all, you didn't pick them. People are probably siding with you if they're going to bet with one of the six-ring guys yeah. on the FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week on the Six Rings Football Things podcast. But that's why I have been promoting hashtag Fade Fitzy to yes. make sure people – bet against me so that they can make money for the holidays. I am lining people who are going out to buy things that are green with lots of green in their pockets thanks to the ineptitude of this freaking terrible football team. So therefore, I would say, just the same way Chad Ryland would say to Pat's Nation right now, yeah, welcome. Look at our boss, Ken Laird, at Ken Laird, W-E-E-I. Patriots tank strategy. Miss for Marv. Just need Ryland to buy in. A few missed field goals over the last seven games might do the trick. That was yesterday's tweet. He quote tweets himself today. Great job, Ryland. Good job by you, Ken. People all over. More Pats fans are celebrating right now, currently on my timeline, Andy, than they are bemoaning what what just happened. It's it's unreal. Look at what look at what an emotional pretzel. Look at what a glass case of miserable emotion we have all been trapped in thanks to this team. Yeah, no, this is um this is an ongoing evolution of Patriots fans not really knowing how to feel. Like early in the year you're not used to losing and suck fest at this level and Mac falling on his face. And by the way, if Rich Keefe doesn't feel bad for Mac Jones now, then Rich Keefe has no heart. Because I continue to ask him if he's ever gonna feel bad for him. The the faces Mac has, which by the way, did you notice the face from Mac on the sideline with the Thornton jet sweep on the uh the last third down play, third and like 11 or something, and you can see Mac is getting the play call in his ear, and he makes like a, what the hell is that play call? And then they run a jet sweep. <laughs> I'm with Mac. That was a terrible play call in that situation. Um, but I just think this has been such an emotional, um, I don't even want to say journey, because that makes it seem like there's a, there's a positive at the end of the journey. This is just an emotional ass-whooping that Patriots fans have taken over the last year plus, as they've seen everything that they once knew in terms of Patriots football fall apart. You're on the opposite end of the spectrum. Up is down, down is up. The whole thing, the the play. This team can't run plays. This team cannot they, they run can't plays. They can't even execute basic football, Andy. They had a delay of game on offense, a delay of game in the punting. Like, they can't. What? And they're coming out of the bye week, and, you know, you should be rejuvenated. You should mm -hmm. feel good. Like, 
Did anybody just feel had a nice good Thanksgiving anything? supper? You spent some time with the family. You got a good night of sleep. You're full of protein, vitamins, minerals, nutrients, stuffing, potatoes, the whole shebang. You you buried the lead or whistled by a a, a a small Mac Jones graveyard when you said they can't. They had a they had a delay of game. The delay of game actually saved Mac Jones yeah. a yeah. fumble on a snap. But wait, remember the old days when <laughs> that kind of luck would benefit the Patriots? Remember the Rex Ryan timeout in Baltimore in the undefeated season? Sure Things was, of that nature. Twenty five rows up from it. Like you'd have those now they can't even take advantage of breaks like it. This was a horrific football game. It's what we expected. I mean, we're kind of on a roll predicting games. We thought that it uh, Indy in Germany would be terrible like these bad football games. Tom Brady's wrong. It's not mediocrity when I watch the Patriots each week. It's it's far below mediocrity. This is bad football that we are watching. And clearly fans, because I know a lot of people were yelling at me because I made some comment on Twitter about unless you're rooting for the tank and they're like, what kind of loser roots for the tank? I don't know. A loser that watches the Houston Texans play with C.J. Stroud and says, imagine if we got a quarterback like that, what we could do next year. Like, I th- it, it's OK to want your team to have a quarterback next year. And mm-hmm. it's OK to want your team to get one of the two best quarterbacks who's going to go in the top two or three picks. Like, that's OK. When do we this whole idea that oh bill would never tank and if you tank it's screw you if you want to tank tank if you think tanking is the best way to do this like in corporate america how often do we see teams like cut i mean uh, companies cut costs and prepare to be sold and do like if you're doing business and you need to file for bankruptcy hell we had a president who was famous for filing for bankruptcy you do what you need to do to succeed and if the best way for this team to succeed moving forward is to lose the rest of the season and finish the year with two wins and get a quarterback, then damn it, embrace it if that's what you believe in. People shouldn't be afraid to express their beliefs. And if you feel oh, the other no. way, if I'm it willing to fight. If it, yeah, if it doesn't jibe with what everyone else in Pat's Nation right. says, how dare you? Listen, actually, what you just said, um, you st- the, as, as is often the case on the postgame show, Fitzy and Hart, the pod and beyond, every now and again one of us stumbles across not just something that's a good idea for one of your columns, but actually like a, a mantra or a, a foundational belief that we should wholeheartedly embrace. We need there needs to be a chapter eleven football edition. Like you just said, like sometimes companies go bankrupt and yes. you have to like touch the bottom to be able to come back up to the top. You have to actually tell the federal government, hey, we're gonna tell everyone we're broke, and that's pretty embarrassing, but that's gonna allow us to do a financial reorg, so hopefully we can come back better organized. Uh, carrying less debt and more profitable. It's not beautiful. It's far from graceful, but it may help us be a better company in the long run. The same can be true. Two things can be true at the same time. And and to other Pats fans like myself who cannot believe that they would ever find themselves in some sort of reality where they would be, if not hoping, it, not rooting openly, but sort of kind of secretly hoping the Patriots would lose so that they could get a better draft pick in the first round, the second round, and maybe get a Maserati Marv and a Jaden Daniels or uh, a Caleb Williams and uh, a, a giant left tackle or whatever else that, the, that it is that they need. I would like to point out that earlier today, one of your heroes, one of the absolute legends of the second half of the double dynastic run in Foxborough, Julian Edelman, not because he lost a bet or because he was trying to please a sponsor or anything. Julian Edelman himself said, Enough of this. He actually said, we're on to April 25th, 2024. That was before kickoff, Andy. When Julian Edelman tells you this team is better off losing to improve where they want to go and who they can try to draft to get there, that tells you you are in a whole heap of something that rhymes with spit. Yeah, and Julian Edelman, 
remember, is, is one of the most competitive people I've ever been around. He comes from a family that's as competitive mm-hmm. as I've ever been around. He oh, built his career you. by yep. being a tough-ass MFer, basically. And he is a patriot, I believe, Foxborough forever. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think he went somewhere else. He could have gone it to Tampa. It was his T-shirt, for God's sake. Right. So if he is able to do that and embrace that and accept that, why can't others? Like, are you going to – is he is he now out of Patriot Nation because he admitted that? Is he a boob? Is he a moron? Is he a clown, as people yeah. call me on does Twitter? He have to turn, does he have yeah. to turn in his cad and his yeah, papers? Yeah, turn it in. No more T-shirts. You're out because you said they should tank and go get a quarterback, Julian. You're such an idiot. I don't know why I ever liked you or trusted you. And this is the guy, by the way, who down 28-3 to three said, going to be a hell of a story. Gonna, this guy finally waved a... the white flag. The guy who's yeah. never waved the white flag in his life is waving the white flag on this season. I think we can all embrace it now. I mean, really, I have said time and again, folks, the best thing to do. I mean, I don't want to openly laugh at these. They still wear the same uniform. They wear the helmet that has the flying Elvis. That's the logo that you take pride in. It's on your jewelry. It's on your backpacks. It's on your favorite paraphernalia. Your kids wear it on hats to school. Well, they may not be wearing it too much over the next couple of holidays. Mike is beat up. A lot, of, <laughs> a lot of discounts. Oh, my kid. I can't get my 10-year-old. He's like, Dad, what happened? Did Mac Jones throw both of those interceptions? And I was like, damn right he did. And he's like, oh, man, how come this guy sucks? I was like, well, let's be careful. You do have a Mac Jones jersey, to which he said, I'm never wearing that to school again. I'm not kidding you. Oh. I know. Can he you should uh, embrace it. He made the Pro Bowl as a rookie. Make sure you tell what, him that. He made the Pro Bowl as a rookie. I blame the gritty more than anything else. Uh, there's a lot of blame to go around. No, actually, you know what? I re- Honest to God, actually, Andy, I, I sat my kids down and I was like, listen up. Sit down right now. You get your asses on that sofa. You watch this whole damn football game, not just because your old man has to go through it, but you guys need to learn what it was like way back in the day. You need to suffer so you can appreciate how to celebrate because that's how it works. And then Child Protective Services came and said, sir, that's true. <laughs> You're being cruel to these children. Please stop. You know who's being cruel? Who? Patriots making it. I actually tweeted out. I thought it would have been fair if both teams agreed to make this a sudden death game. First team that scores wins, and we could just end it early. Go home, go get ice cream, beers, DeVito's mom's chicken cutlet, whatever you want to oh. go get. Let's end it early. And they almost went the opposite way and almost made them made us watch extra bad football. But thankfully, Chad Ryland stepped up. Chad Ryland is on Team Tank, whether intentionally or not. And Chad Ryland's going to take us to the promised land next April, folks. This is our reality. This is our now. This is what it is. And we're trying to make the most of it, the best of it, or at least a little sense of it. And let me tell you, it ain't too easy. 617-779-7937 is your telephone number. We'll get to some of your calls. When we come back, we will take whoever the quarterback is that the Patriots put at the podium. We'll hear from Bill Belichick and any other Patriots players who want to share some words, some thoughts, some feelings following just an absolutely disastrous, emotionless, and almost impossible to watch 10-7 10-7 defeat to the Giants at the Meadowlands. It's Fitzy and Hart on the Six Rings postgame show live here with you on WEEI. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Six Rings postgame show following the Patriots losing in North Jersey to the New York football Giants 10-7. Old Sunday sauce himself, Tommy DeVito, gets the best of Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. Brian Dayball with another... Oh, here's Bailey Zappi, everyone. Bailey Zappi. Start us off, uh, what kind of... What is that decision in the second half uh, for you to come in? Yeah, as far as I know, we walked in the locker room, and uh, OB just looked at me and just said, hey, you're starting off second half, and I said, yes, sir, and that was really about it. How did you feel the, you know, the first drive went... And then what maybe resulted in not being able to carry what you did in the first drive forward um, as an offense after that? Yeah, I think that just comes down to me, just doing my job. Um, incompletions, turnovers, um, you know, that's just, it comes down to the quarterback. And I take that, that's on me in the second half. We started out hot, like you said, started out the first drive, marched right down, scored. And, you know, I have to be able to, you know, keep the team going and keep the energy up and keep it going throughout the second half. But I wasn't able to do that, and that's on me. Before the game, it was reported that you and Matt kind of split reps 50-50 during the weekend practice. Do you, do you feel it was a kind of a true 50-50 split for you? Yeah, I mean, I don't keep track of how many reps I get. Um, however many I get, I try to take advantage of it. So I can't tell you if it was exactly 50-50 or not. I don't think that's Coach Belichick's answer, but or question. Um, but, yeah. Bailey, what was your understanding of your role heading into the game? Uh, try to help the team win. When did you learn that Matt would be starting? Um, you know, I think that's a private conversations that we have during the week. Um, I think that's a question for Coach Belichick on when he made the decision, but I'll keep that between you know us and the coaches. Bailey, if you do have a shot to start next week, there's obviously no bye week, right? There's not two weeks to lead up of like more reps to have. With a shorter week, if you were to start, would you prefer to know you know sooner rather than later? I mean, yeah, that's Coach Belichick's, Coach Belichick's decision. Um, you know, if I start, I'm going to do everything I can like I have, you know, past times I started and try to go out there and win. Billy, take us through that last drive. You got the ball with 3.15 to go. You moved the ball a little bit, and then you had some some hiccups. Did you feel like you guys were going to be going for a touchdown there, or were you disappointed that you only had to settle for the field goal attempt? Yeah, I mean, you know, the main part about that is to come out with a field goal. I mean, that's your main goal is 10-7. Um, worst case scenario is kick a field goal. Um, if you can score, great. Um, but, you know, our our main objective was to go down there, score points, and then not be able to give them the ball back. And we were able to do that. Um, you know, we should have never been in that position. First off, you know, that turnover um, that I had to pick, I mean, that led to their field goal. I mean, that's on me. So we should have never been in that position. Um, so I take that on me. What was the first half like for you 
you know, you, you could see you on the sidelines with your helmet on and kind of getting ready, getting ready, getting ready. How anxious were you to maybe get in there? And, and what, what was going through your mind at halftime as you came out knowing that you were going to get going? Yeah, just like you said, just staying ready. Um, staying locked into the game, seeing what the defense is doing to us in the first half and just, you know, kind of taking mental reps on the side. Did Matt say anything to you before you went in the second half? Yeah, he just said go out there and win. Obviously, on the interception, was it just you come out of your hand to tick lead, or was it just a great play by the safety? What exactly happened there? Yeah, that's just bad by me. He made a great play. Um, you know, I'm sure there'll be a bunch of people that go back and look at it. He did a great job. He snipered the cross. Um, so that for me, that's I have to see that. So, I mean, that's totally on me. I could check it down to Taekwon. He was wide open in the flat. So, and it comes down to it. That's on the quarterback, and that's on me. Did it feel like it was difficult for you to prepare this week, not knowing what your role was going to be until, until so late in the process? No, I mean, I prepared the same way as I have, you know, the last however many weeks we've had. You pleased with that form of role? No. What, what did what you like when you I didn't like the interception. Does this feel like a missed opportunity? 100%. If you don't win, it's a missed opportunity. Really, obviously, for you and for, and for going forward, as in somebody is competing to play more, does it feel like a missed opportunity? I mean... I'm sure there were some good things, but there was a bad thing, and that was a turnover that led to a field goal that led to us losing. So, yeah, it's a missed opportunity. We didn't win. Bailey, how much would you like now to maybe breathe and have a full week to prepare as that starter? How much are you looking forward to maybe that opportunity where you can just go out full blast, you know what's going to happen, get out there and just kind of try to lead this team to a win? Yeah, that'd be great. But, again, that's Coach Belichick's decision. Whatever he decides, I do it. Um, if he wants to do it, whatever, I'll do whatever he says. That was New England Patriots quarterback, not officially confirmed as the starter for next week. We'll wait to hear from Coach Bill Belichick and Bill O'Brien and whomever today, later in the week. Hey, maybe we can play the QB guessing game a little bit longer as well. That was Bailey Zappi discussing his frustration with the interception and everything that went into his effort relieving Mac Jones after a thoroughly ineffective first half in which Mac Jones threw Two interceptions, almost had a third turnover with a fumble and was unable to get the Patriots into the end zone, let alone into scoring position as well. Uh, He took accountability. I do appreciate, Andy, whenever we have a chance to hear from Bailey Zappi, he's thoroughly accountable, very professional. It's never, there's no no attitude, whatever. It's, uh, you know, it's, he just, you know, completely... He st- he stands up there and and owns the moment in, in victory or defeat, and obviously it's been a lot more defeat. Uh, but more to the point now, I think we need to start this conversation. Up oh, here's Mac Jones. Wow, surprise! Yeah, just a uh, bad quarterback play and uh, no chance. Can you take us through the moment you were told Bailey is going to start in second? Yeah, Coach O'Brien uh, told me I was out, and I understood Bailey I wasn't moving the ball, wasn't scoring points. So um, I understand, you know, why that happened. How difficult was this week when we came to practice splitting up the reps that maybe you normally Um, I just try to control what I can control, and um, whatever reps I get in practice just needs to carry over to the game. And I'm definitely prepared. I just haven't been putting a good product on the field. When did you learn that you would start? What did you say? When did you learn that you were starting um, yeah, we had talked about it, and um, yeah, like you like you just brought up. I mean, obviously, you got to take advantage of the reps you get in practice, and um, just got to do a better job translating it. How tough has it been to put all that work in? You've talked about how you just continue to go about, you know, doing the work, putting the work in. That's what you know best, and, and yet the results just don't yeah, seem to be there. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I always try to just control what I can control and let the external factors um, be the external factors and uh, really just got to look in the mirror and again and keep going at it. I'm not going to quit, so that's all I can do. Thanks. Do you feel that you were put in the best position to succeed heading into this game? Yeah, I mean, it's my job to go out there and play well regardless of the circumstance, so there's no excuses not to. And um, Had a few bad throws and just wasn't on the same page with the offense today, so I uh, got to do a better job. You know, creating that standard and making sure we communicate. To repeat the question, uh, do you feel like you put in the best spot to win today? Um, I just answered. I just answered it. Yeah. Thanks. I, I don't know what you want, what you want me to say. I just answered it. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it's my job to go out there and play well. And I'm an NFL quarterback, and I need to do a better job of that. So it is what it is. Anything regarding uh, who's starting next week? Uh, not focused on that. Um, really just, like I said, got to control what I can control and um, put my best foot forward and, and don't quit. Thank you. Your preparation not translating. Obviously, yeah. I mean, we've seen it translate for you before. Yeah, and this year it's been a struggle. Yeah. Can you explain why it hasn't so consistently for you? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 tough, right, to, to figure all that out. And like I said, I'm going to control what I can control and um, just try and put a better product and um, protect the ball better, really, right, the turnovers and just throw the ball away and make sure I you know don't have those plays and then see where we're at. And uh, that's the NFL, the teams that don't turn the ball over and do their job usually ends up pretty good. Does it feel like it's mental for you right now or physical? That, 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 is, it, is it mechanical? Are you throwing the ball poorly or are you making bad reads in, in your mind? Um, it just depends on the plays. I mean, I always look at the, the film and try and digest what happens, and I'm going to do that whether it's a win or a loss. So i got to go back and, and see what I can do better, and um, whether it's physical or mental, and evaluate everything. Thanks. That was New England Patriots quarterback Mac Jones, who, of course, got the start today after a week of guessing and curiosity and wondering exactly who would be under center come Sunday at the Meadowlands. Spoiler alert, it didn't really matter because neither quarterback was great. Bailey Zappi certainly was better than Mac Jones was. Maybe that was his worst half of football to date as a member of the New England Patriots, though the single worst moment, of course, for him was the interception in Frankfurt against the Indianapolis Colts. But that was a pretty bad first half. And Andy, I think we can now say, barring injury, is now the time? Is this it? Is that the end? I think we've asked this question five different times. The guy has been benched four times in 11 games. By the way, the Patriots did also secure a losing record on the season as well. I forgot to make mention of that up top as well. Okay, now As expected. As expected, yes. But uh, which is unbelievable. So Bill Belichick confer, uh, has locked in back-to-back losing seasons for the first time in a long time. Has that actually ever happened? Stats, research, info, get on that. Thank you. Um, Probably not since Cleveland. Oh, my God. Good Lord. But a lot that's got to be it, right? That hasn't that's, happened since the early 1990s. That's got to be it, right? Losing. Yeah. And, uh, but we, it, I, this has to be the end, right? You have to give... I mean, because they clearly have mismanaged this quarterback situation at a Hall of Fame level. This okay. week, this year, this buy, the whole damn thing. You know, I, I kind of surfaced Bill Belichick's quote from 2001 this week where he said you can't get two quarterbacks ready. His responsibility is to get one quarterback ready. You put two quarterbacks out there today. Is it fair to say they didn't look ready? I don't know if they were ready. They didn't look ready. They sur- did not 
perform like two guys that were ready. The offense struggled. There were formation issues. There were timing issues. There were route issues with Gasicki. So you could certainly point to things that may have been a result of a lack of preparation and reps for Mac Jones, for Bailey Zappi. Now, they both performed really poorly. I don't even really think. I'm not sure that Bailey Zappi was much better. He had all those screen passes, basically, to, to move down the field. Now, numerically, certainly, Mac Jones put up a horrific stat line. 89 yards passing, two interceptions, 27 rating. Um, and that throw, his, his, his latest last interception was really hideous. Late, over the middle, back foot. Apparently, he's never going to learn that late, over the middle, back foot doesn't <laughs> work in the NFL. Got to say, Andy, that first interception, though, where he threw toward Pop Douglas who yep. was not one, not two, but three men on him. He was triple covered, yep. sailing at about a good, I don't know, eight, ten yards past him into the hands of uh, a Giants defender. I know Xavier McKinney got the Bailey Zappi interception in the second half. I'm not sure who got the first half pick. Um, that was also pretty bad, too. But oh, it yeah. was impressive that he was able to find a way to top it, that he found least, a way to have it. At least that when he stepped into, and he was like so surefire yeah, that good triple coverage to Demario Douglas was the way to go. He at least stepped into it and threw it. But he had some hellacious throws. I'm starting to wonder if he can't throw to the left. He had some bad balls throwing now, to the left. Now, didn't we also hear about Mac Jones? I think I believe it was in um, Mike Reese's Sunday Notes that uh, Mac Jones went for x-rays after the game in Frankfurt and uh, that there may or may not be a little bit of a shoulder issue that he's battling through. So between... So another reason he shouldn't be out there then. So yeah, I was going to say, between the x-rays necessary two weeks ago because he may have a bum broken or busted up shoulder and the fact that no one, no one, as we saw today, benefits from going back and forth and splitting reps 50-50, 60-40, 75-25, whatever it was all week long. Neither quarterback benefited from it because they didn't look thoroughly prepared or at least at their absolute best. What are we doing? What are we doing? Is Bill Belichick, I mean, is he trying to gift the Patriots the tank job and the first-round draft pick? Ooh. Is he doing this because he's mad? Is he doing it because he's mad as in not the anger sense of the word? Like, Ooh, like this feels like the worst kind of football jazz I have ever seen. Well, I mean, it's been the first. It was the last time that Bill Belichick had two consecutive losing seasons. Was all the way back in '92 and '93 when he was still coaching the Browns. But even that were consecutive seven and nine years. Yeah, yeah we ain't getting this, Joe. I got news for you, buddy. We ain't getting to seven and nine. No, I hate to say it. I'm gonna. Uh, well, first of all, it would have to be seven and ten or eight and nine. Eight and nine still on the table, Andy. Don't rule it out. Um, will they win? I'm gonna go and rule it out. I'm not that, sure they'll win another game. Oh, I will not be picking them to win another game. The San Diego, the Los Diego Chargers next Sunday at Gillette. Don't nope. feel good about that one. Although uh, Thursday, who has Thursday the worst coach? In, oh, worst. <laughs> I'm not Belichick. sure right now. Not sure. Bill may be saying hello to his uh, future employers in that one. Then we got yep. a Thursday night affair in Yinsburg. Looking forward to that post game show. Then we got a week and a half off until Tay Tay possibly comes to town with the struggling Kansas City Chiefs. That's uh, Monday, December 18th. Whoa, so that's, whoa, whoa, whoa. The struggling Kansas City Chiefs? Well, I, I didn't say the, the, uh, the offensively challenged Kansas City Chiefs. They're having Ooh. trouble scoring the ball. Who, if an NFL receiver caught a ball that hit him in the hands from his star quarterback, they would have beat I said the team that People hit. were struggling. Yes. I mean, oh, no. if we're using the word struggling for Kansas City, then the we words that we should use to describe the Patriots. the Patriots shouldn't be said on, on an FCC airwaves. I mean, no. I, you would kill to struggle like the Chiefs. Oh, my God, are you kidding? My kingdom, uh, my kingdom and a limb to struggle like the Chiefs. Then, of course, we have the Christmas Eve affair. It has yet to be flexed out 
Maybe that's because there is morbid curiosity on a national scale for the Patriots as they go a mile high in the football sky to take on Dangerous in the resurgent Denver Broncos. We have a New Year's Eve affair, I believe, against the Buffalo Williams uh, in Orchard Park. And then the season wraps up with the matchup everyone is looking forward to, Zappy mm. versus Boyle, the Jets and the Patriots. Yeah. I, really I don't know. They might win one more. That would be the epic failure. If they get porked by beating the Jets somehow oh, in Belichick the finale. Belichick in his final game, just make sure. He's like, from hell's heart, I stab at the New York No, I Jets. like your other theory better. So maybe early on, this has been talked about, Bill. You're going, we're going our separate ways at the end of the season. I'll let you out of your contract if you do one solid for me. You got to get me a quarterback. You got to get me a top two pick. And Bill's like, mm -hmm. got you, Robert. We're on it. <laughs> Well, as a matter of fact, now, as we make it to the phones, Andy, the Pats people are none too pleased, but there happens to be someone who believes that is actually the plan. 617-779-7937 is your telephone number. We welcome in our first caller to today's edition of the Six Rings Post Game Show. Here's Dave down in Connecticut. Hello, Dave. Hey, good afternoon. Hey, it's been pretty obvious for the last couple of weeks. If you really look at what's been going on uh, with this team, I mean, Belichick and, and Mac, they're on the same page. They're throwing these games. I mean, that, that interception last week that he threw, it, it, I mean, I can't even believe how obvious it was. He threw it right into the chest of the defender. I mean, that, that ball, any, any high school quarterback could have thrown it over the top. I mean, he didn't even make it look like it, it was the guy had to try to make the interception. I think to throw, to throw games, you have to have a quarterback on board. I think he's on board. Belichick has said, "Hey, listen, let's just. I want. I see somebody at the top of that draft board. It's going to be a great player for this team, and and he's got Mac believing. He said, we're going to we're going to pick up. We're probably going to pick up your last year if you help me do this, and then maybe we'll give you some games next year. We'll, we'll try to build your your trade. Yeah, you know, your trade you know, wealth up, and then we're going to oh, trade you. You can be Dave. Got to let you go. Call back. Bill Belichick's at the podium. Carried Sorry about offense. that. Offense. Going to turn the ball over too many times." And got away from us um, even a few times that we didn't turn it over you know missed an opportunity at the end of the game to put it in overtime so you know just not good enough too sloppy on the ball security Bill after you had uh, some time obviously after the bye what went into the decision on starting Mac and, and made it the best decision yeah, for the team guys deserve a chance to play is that the plan going into the game Told everybody to be ready to go. Was it your plan now to play Bailey the second half, or was that more a result of what happened in the first half? Yeah, I told everybody to be ready to go. I think they both deserve to play. Was it a 50-50 split in practice between Mac and Bailey during the week? I don't know. Probably not quite, but I'm not sure. Is that since Mac did start, was that fair to him to not get enough, you know, not get all the reps in practice during the week? Yeah, I think everybody had plenty of reps. What went into the decision of release Will Greer for the game? Uh, bring Connor McDermott onto the roster. Is there any plans to bring him back in the practice squad? Uh, well, we'll see. We won't know. We won't know his status until Monday. Monday at four. Bill, will uh, Bailey start next week? Yeah, we just finished the game, down. Bill, we've heard you talk about ball security since the season opener. Why is your message not getting through? Yeah, I'm just going to do a better job of that, obviously. What 
when did you inform players uh, who would start the quarterback? Um, yeah, um, I can't remember. Uh, sometime during the week. Do you think it's fair to judge Zappi's performance if he's not getting a full amount of reps during the week? Yeah, so everybody's job to be ready to go. Coach, did you think the officials missed the call on the hit that took Demario Douglas out of the game? Yeah, you'd have to talk to them about that. Starting Connor McDermott and then bringing Trent Brown into the third series and most of the rest of the game, what led you to believe that was the best thing for the offense? Yeah, I think they both deserve to play. Why did you feel that way? Because I think they both deserve to play. Yeah, that's a uh, kick a field goal uh, from the 37-yard line in the first half. I'm sorry. Uh, in the first quarter, first half, there was a U.S. punt from the 37-yard line. Mm -hmm. Was there a thought to kick a field goal bit before? A little bit, but, yeah, I feel like we have a good field position for our defense. I think there's an opportunity for everybody. Now that the game in the week has finished, how would you evaluate the approach to practice this past week? Um, yeah, I think there was too many things that we didn't expect to happen. Um, you know, so we just do a better job of, number one, taking care of the ball and taking care of our opportunities. That's all the way across the board, but there's too much poor ball security on offense. So when you say you inform the starting quarterback who would start during the week, is that before you guys traveled down here to New Jersey? Yeah. Can you pinpoint why Matt has looked like he's regressed since his rookie year? Yeah, well, look, we, our job is to get everybody to play as well as they can, so that's what we're going to try to do. Is the quarterback split something that you plan on doing just this week? game's just over. game's over an hour ago. Bill, was the, was the plan coming into the game for both quarterbacks to play? Told everybody to be ready to go. I think we covered that. What was the plan? I think both deserve to play. So what was the plan was for both to eventually play? Told everybody to be ready to go. Was the starter okay. informed with practice? Good. Thank you. Both quarterbacks deserve to play? Deserves got nothing to do with it. You have got to be kidding me. I'm not Both sure he knows what that word means. They deserve so now we're just now we're gonna have a rotation of right handed quarterbacks who don't really differ from each other except in height. That's that's the game that they both deserve to play. You know what? You get a snap and you get a snap. You can throw a pass. You can throw a pass. If you've got a running quarterback versus a strong-arm quarterback, if you have a mobile quarterback versus an immobile quarterback, if you have a lefty and a righty, I, all of those things may make sense. Uh, but, I mean, this isn't... We're not talking about like, oh, this batter always hits at this ballpark or this guy's got an eye for that pitcher or historically this guy does well against this guy. I, I, what? And then just cuts everyone off in the middle... Come to on. Be, to be fair, it's also the same guy who said he doesn't remember when he told them who was starting. <laughs> hey, uh, somebody might want to look into that. That's not ideal. Uh, yeah, yeah. The biggest decision of his team this week, and he doesn't remember when he told them? Do you, be do you believe that? 
A friend of mine uh, sent me a text a few minutes ago as Belichick started speaking, Andy. My pal Henry, he says, Caller Dave in Connecticut may have had too many IPAs. The crazies have come out for you. Henry, if you're still listening, I don't think Bill Belichick actually being in cahoots with Mac Jones on the tank is such a crazy idea after listening to that press conference after all. But what do I know? I'm just a sad fan sitting here trying to make sense of something that, honestly, Andy, makes no sense. The phone lines are lit up. We will get to you, the frustrated Foxborough fans, and the crazed Pats people following Belichick, Zappy, and Mac Jones all speaking. Boy, we got some time to sift through this wreckage, folks. Strap in. Get a cold one. We're here with you till 730. It's Fitzy and Hart on the Six Rings postgame show. We'll be right back here on WEEI. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Third down and four. Jones under pressure from Simmons. Picked off. Isaiah Simmons was in the face of Mac Jones. And Bobby O'Karake brings it back for the Giants. Finally brought down inside the 25-yard line. 56 yards on the return. Fifth career pick by O'Karake. was Mac Jones' second interception of the day, the one that likely sealed the deal and had him benched in the second half. And Bailey Zappi came out on his first drive, an efficient 10-play drive. He went 5-for-5. Five five. Patriots ran the ball well. Got that Ramondre anytime touchdown there, Andy, on the FanDuel Sportsbook Bet of the Week for six rings. And that was the end of the scoring. This is the Six Rings postgame show live on WEI with you till 730. You can give us a call anytime at 617 779 7937. Andy, let's make a bookmark uh, at the top of the hour to uh, discuss a couple of wide receiver related issues. Uh, one of the more promising ones and someone we hope is going to be around for the foreseeable Foxborough future may have gotten himself dinged up again today, which is no bueno, considering uh, he may have hurt his head, which he previously did earlier this season. That's troubling, uh, as well as uh, apparently a what's been reported as a sideline dust-up or at least an intense disagreement between Juju Smith-Schuster and wide receivers coach Troy Brown. But let's get back to the phones because the lines are much like the lanes of traffic outside of the Rentham outlets, although I would say spending three hours in traffic in Rentham is probably more fun than watching the Patriots for three hours. Back to the phones we go. David is in Florida. Uh, good uh, afternoon, I guess, David. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. Ah, how was your turkey? Let's talk about turkey. Nothing else going on right now, huh? <laughs> turkey was good. Turkey was good. Great, I had game. a great th- meal on Thanksgiving. Thanks for asking. Yeah. What was Belichick's? I, I don't know if you have this off the top of your head, or but you, well, what was his record? His his all time record at Cleveland when he didn't have much of a quarterback. It was a losing record. Yeah. Was it? I mean, I can Who was it? That was. But, yeah, it was a losing record. All right, all right. So that's um, interesting. But, um, you know, for the two things. I mean, uh, this thing about tanking, I, I, I hate it. 
It, 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 I mean, I mean, it, it's management's responsibility to augment the, the, the roster if the players are doing all they can. And I don't want anyone. I mean, that's just any coach that that orders his team to tank should be like a lifetime suspension. But um, whoa, whoa, whoa. but you don't think said, no, no, time out. You don't actually think they order them to tank in terms of like losing on purpose. You just make decisions in terms of lineups yeah, and rosters yeah, and talent. Well, yeah, but if you if you suspect it, you investigate it. I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure the NFL has has like some sort of invest. I mean, you just do, but but whatever. But and like you said earlier, though, more more tangibly, uh, I mean, it, during the week, uh, I mean, it, it, if they were splitting reps, then that's certainly going to affect their play on the field today, and that's just foolish. That's yeah. just uh, utterly foolish. Yep. And the last thing I have too is that just. I mean, like you said earlier, I mean, you know, Mac is, is just, uh, I mean, he, he clearly has, has more rock talent than, than Zappi. Mm-hmm. But no it, 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 yeah, it just has to be, it has to be mental with him. I mean, he's panicking the first interception, or I think the second one when he threw it over the middle. Mm. I mean, he just panicked. He was getting yep. pressured, and he just panicked. And that's just, uh, I mean, he's gotten worse every every season. His first season, he, he he was very good. I mean, he, he made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, it was an alternate, but he's gotten worse each season. And that's, uh, I mean, I don't. That has to be. I mean, there has to be some coaching in there that's just affecting him mentally. And I, I don't know what it is, but uh, it, it's this might be their worst team. Is this their worst season in in, in the history of the Patriots? No, uh, I don't think it is, David. And thank you for the call. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Uh... Hopefully go find some of that Florida sunshine because there ain't much to be found around New England right at this moment, and not just because the sun goes down at 4.30 either. Uh, This is not going to end up being the worst season in Patriots history technically, although I will say there's a chance the Patriots can tie their franchise record for a number of losses in a single season, Andy. Of course, we remember the Rod Rust era, if you will, that one year as the former Patriots defensive coordinator went 1-15 in in his single season. So, yeah. you can tie the fifteen losses. You would just oh, have a, a second dub. Yeah. yeah. So they can tie the they can tie the franchise mark for most losses in a season. They just wouldn't. Their, their, right. Their Plus, record wouldn't be. I mean, this quite... team is a play away from winning multiple games. I'd have to go back and look um, at some of those games. Uh, I think this team is a little bit more competitive with the bottom of the NFL. Um, yes. Th- that was a pretty bad football team back in that day. Um, from top to bottom, too. Organizational. Oh, they got it's definitely they... Bill Belichick's worst year of his career. Like the worst record he's had is five and eleven. Right. Yeah. I mean, he could still get there. You're kind of giving up a little early here. The six games left to go. If he wins four of them, there'll be six wins, and he'll be better than than two thousand. Wow. Everybody's yeah. just assuming he's not even going to get to five wins now. Which I agree. By the way, I'm not sure he wins another game. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Uh, but there's season to be played and. The thing I want to get back to is this whole quarterback situation. They asked Hunter Henry when he knew who was starting at quarterback. He said today when they got out there. Um, Bill said he told him sometime during the week. Couldn't remember when. On Friday, Bailey Zappi said he didn't know who was starting when they spoke with the media in the afternoon. So if you're going to line up the timelines, I'm guessing Bill claims he told the quarterbacks Friday, late Friday sometime, because that would be during the week, because he said it would before they traveled. They traveled on Saturday. Um, but this was a this could not have been more mismanaged. He did a disservice to everybody involved, every offensive player, every member of the team and the organization. This team was not prepared to play today, um, and that's Two on weeks. him. Two weeks. That's on him. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care if there was a Thanksgiving holiday in there, Andy, and people played in turkey bowls and 
had to deal with their in-laws, got overserved, lost a parlay because Green Bay busted it up on Thanksgiving Day. They were out too late with their high school buddies Wednesday night. I don't care. There is no excuse for not being prepared to come out and put your best foot forward and play the, something resembling the best game you can play with the talent and the team that you have out there today. Yeah, here it is again one, one more time. Uh, Belichick's answer to when he told the team that Mac Jones would be the starter. Long pause. I can't remember. Sometime during the week. And then you have Hunter Henry telling reporters, just like you mentioned moments ago, that the team didn't find out until today. Jesus. Poop show. Absolute. Soap opera. Deep fried poop show. But not just like a deep fried turkey, Andy. Like the kind of deep fried turkey fail where the tur- there's too much oil in the pot, yeah, the and also fire. the turkey was wet, so it crackles, and then yep. it spills over, and you have a raging uh, driveway fire. Yep, five-alarm fire going on right now with the Patriots, and I don't see any reason to believe it's going to uh, improve. Like, what? Other than the running game, which I continue to say for three straight weeks here, Ramondre Stevenson running the ball really nicely, running people over, showing some burst. Uh, other than that, even, you know, you add the Demario Douglas injury, so now you could argue that your two best offensive players is, are joining your two best defensive players out of action. The uh, uh. Uh, We'll get to that wide receiver stuff I mentioned momentarily, and we will obviously discuss uh, a lot of the other reasons and shortcomings why this team did not play well today and found a new reason to lose. We'll get to all the calls with David, Mike, Wayne, Kurt, and Rick in just a moment. I will share this stat. Oh, of the oh so many that are inglorious and memorable at the same time. This is from our friend uh, Alex Barth. Per, let's see, per pro football reference, uh, there have been 110 instances since the start of the 2021 season of a team allowing less than 62 points in a four-game stretch, Andy. 41 of those teams went 4-0. 51 overall went 3-1. Or or rather, uh, or better, right. Yeah, excuse me, rather, 5 went 3-1, 15 went 2-2, 2 went 1-3. Therefore, your New England Patriots just became the first team in three years to allow 62 points or less over a four-game stretch and win absolutely none of those games. If I were a member of this Patriots defense, if the offense wasn't made to walk home, I'd walk home because I wouldn't even want to share the same space. I'd be so damn angry at this point. 617-779-7937 is your phone number. A feisty, zesty, and at the same time deflating first hour of the Six Rings postgame show, We will jazz things up with you, the fair Foxborough frustrated fans, when we come back for hour number two of Six Rings in just moments. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. 
and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.